Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to a new episode of Zach on Film. This is the summer movie special. With me today is Steven. Hello. Rob. Hi. And the other are Rodrigo. Hey, guys. Hey. Together, uh, we are the Fantastic Four. Yes, which is what we just walked out of the theater of. We saw the very first showing <laughs> on this August 6th day. Um, what an experience that was. What an experience, what an experience. Zach. Um, what what should we also, start about our favorite theater? I mean, let's first talk my about that. God, that was before, the funniest thing I've before, ever seen in my before life. Before the preview started, lean over Rodrigo and go. So, what are the odds that the, it's going to be projected right? Well, and, it was. Pro- I'll say I this: mean, it was projected correctly. Technically, yes, it was. And so, all the pre-trailer stuff starts finishing rolling. You're just waiting for that thing moment for it to click over. Like, what's going to be wrong? And it starts off in the middle, very small, and then it immediately just juts to the top of the screen, and I just start laughing because well, it's there's too probably perfect. about a three and a half foot uh, gap from the bottom of the uh, frame oh, to yeah. the Maybe bottom of the uh, screen. Oh yeah, it was absurd. But <laughs> but they let it go through all of the previews. They never address the issue. The movie starts rolling, and what happens? I see the manager and one of the other employees walk to the front of the theater, thinking. Maybe they're just going to tell us we're going to take a minute and pause so we can fix the projector. Oh, no. Oh, no. What do they do, Steven? They, apparently, there's the cr- a portion of the curtain <laughs> that they had to fold up to cover up the bottom portion of the screen during the showing of this picture. Now, I will say this. After they did that, perfect, uh, you know, the picture looked perfect on the <laughs> looks screen. Fine. But, my God, that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> the other it, thing that's kind of sad is we were in not the smallest, but the second smallest uh-huh. theater in uh, the place, which meant there probably sat maybe 150 people, maybe. There was a, what what was really glorious, I felt, was that um, they're only showing this in that one theater. Right, right. It's all the way in the back, and it doesn't even have an actual official Fantastic Four thing, and the thing that <laughs> right, right. Theater, <laughs> it had a Minions thing, and on printer paper, just printed out and stuck on there, it said Fantastic Four. And, of course, being a really small theater, we had to, like, look straight up, so my neck is still kind of sore mm-hmm. for that. It was an IMAX so experience, my, but a quarter of the size. Yes. My guess is that they're moving it to another theater tomorrow on the official I launch date, so. or today when you're listening to this, listeners. Uh, but that was the funniest. I mean, Rodrigo, didn't it seem like they were prepared for this situation, that they knew, oh, you go down and grab that side, I'll grab this side, and we'll lift it up and just latch it, it on I bet there. they do that every time. 
I, I did it seem like they were prepared? I mean, they some were, of like, it did. Discussing it, did they? Yeah. Were they? Yeah, I would say loudly they had... while the credits were already <laughs> rolling, and you know that thing in movies where like um, it'll be black, but you'll hear people's voices. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, it's kind of getting getting in the mood. Yeah, we missed that mm-hmm. on account of some guy <laughs> being like, no, it, it's supposed to go down, and then looking at it, it's like, nope, nope, it is supposed to go up. <laughs> Well, that and was, then I, of course, great. I had a uh, trio of jacktards behind me that uh, wouldn't shut up. Man, I wish I was as smart as he was. It was great. You, you gonna go out later? Yeah, the, we'll go out later. The whole movie was great to I have them commentating. He's drunk. I, I got to go get my. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's drunk. Was... I got to go change my shirt so we can go out later. <laughs> God, those guys. I mean, the great part of it for me was is they would just be like, "Oh, I can't believe it." I'm like, "Yeah, of course." There was like, or when they go to the. Let's just skip it in the movie. And they go to their new lab. It's like they, oh, yeah, they, they yeah, pan yeah. over and they're like, whoa, that's crazy. I'm like, what are we looking at? It just looks like a bunch of cubicles. Yeah. One of the guys was like early on when uh, when Reed at the beginning is making the the uh, transporter in his garage. Yeah. The guy behind him was like, man, I wish I was that smart. <laughs> <laughs> that's wow. good. That's good commentary, movie. man. So that is our movie theater experience. Uh, I pray that you listeners never have to go. You know, I hope your theater is not as bad as ours. Part of me uh, is annoyed by the talking during the movie, but what it is just surrounding you, just glorious on all sides, it just adds to the movie experience. Well, and it honestly, it helped that they were enthusiastic about the movie. Well, yeah, and that's that was, true. So I was surprised. Was, so yeah. that was nice. It sucks whether the movie is good or bad if you get somebody who is loud but also isn't paying attention to the movie or isn't yeah. mm-hmm. at least this way it's just like kind of this weird running commentary by someone yeah. who's enthusiastic about it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. It's good cuz the one that I've had bad people who hate the movie like when uh, Dark Knight Rises came out and they do the big reveal of Joseph Gordon-Levitt's Robin at the end. A guy in the back, he goes, Oh, worst thing ever! You ruined everything! <laughs> I'm like, oh, come on, man. Come on. You were in that showing, too? Yeah. <laughs> was that you that yelled that out? No. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> no. I was like, God damn it, dude. I agree with you, but God damn it, dude. <laughs> uh, that was pretty awesome. All right, so back to Fantastic Four. Uh-huh. Um, new reboot from Fox. Got to keep those yeah. rights. Yeah. We had a, the last one was what, 2003, five, four or five? I think, yeah, three, 2005 four, five. was, I don't know. Um, I never watched any of those. 2007. Census from it, you guys, how they were? Um, um, the first one was okay, fair to Midland. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one, Rise of the Silver Surfer, was not good at all. The Silver Surfer was cool, but other than that, I don't really remember much yeah. of any of it. Okay. Galactus. You, that's, any, that's about right. Much, I yeah. enjoyed the first one. The second one, I, I felt really kind of uh, suffered from, uh, you know, the fact that in, like, in, a, in movies, it, sometimes introducing comic book concepts can be difficult mm-hmm. and i think it was difficult to be like oh okay so here's this space surfer um and here's this other thing coming now mm-hmm. it, it, it was a little weird to see all that actually on screen mm. so how did this fantastic four movie translate from comic book to screen just in general overview oh, do you think the comedy stylings of one victor von doom i tell you that that's that ruined the whole movie 
the whole Victor Von Doom aspect just was pff, ruined it for me. I did not find anything about that interesting, and every time Doom is in it, same way with the very first, uh, the previous Fantastic Four movie, the minute you put Doom in there, that's the part where everything becomes incredibly laughable. I wonder what the aversion is to have Doom be an established scientist. Mm-hmm who is basically out to steal the Fantastic Four's lucky charms like in the comics. Mm -hmm. I wonder why we need to make Doom the fifth Beatle of the Fantastic Four. Well, I mean, historically, he's been around doing that shtick for a long time. Yeah, but in the comics, usually Doom doesn't get his powers in the same accident that the Fantastic Four, on account of not actually having any powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this one took more of the ultimate take on it, where because it drafted or uh, gave Reed the scholarship to right. go to. Oh no, the this Baxter was Institute. this was just right out of Ultimate Fantastic Four. Mm, yeah. Well, the first one was two, sort of. Mm, not really. No, this one was. Uh, well, I know the specifics weren't, yeah. but in the first one, Doom goes with them. To right, right, right. The powers right, right. In the exact same yeah. way. Yeah. But yeah, I just uh, I think we talked about this a while ago about why could this movie not be an adventures of the unknown kind of, of sure, film sure. with, uh, you know, they get their powers. There's something else that's not related to their freaking accident. That's going to doom the world or destroy the world or cause havoc in New York. And they have to come together and fight. I mean, that I would mean, have been honestly, there, there's a lot of things in this movie that I thought like, for most of it, I thought this movie's on the right track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was 100% on board with the majority of this movie. Really, uh, what I felt was there's a moment where basically the Fantastic Four, uh, or actually all the stupid boys, jump the gun, mm-hmm. right. get on the thing, they get their powers. Susan is like stupid boys and tries to bring him back. She gets blasted too. They get their superpowers, right? Um, there's a quick, tense, like, escape scene, and then we jump how many years? One year. One One year year into the future. So we jump one year ahead. I felt that's pretty much where the movie kind of lost me. And it didn't have to, but I, it, from all the setup, it felt like this movie either should have been the Fantastic Four... Like basically chafing against the government mm-hmm. and then eventually escaping and establishing themselves as kind of this force to be reckoned with and this kind of autonomous thing. Or there should have been about, I don't know, anywhere between 20 and 40 more minutes of movie in the middle mm-hmm. where we establish who the Fantastic Four are before we bring Doom back in. I felt that Doom should have come back in the sequel. Like, mm. there's yeah, yeah. basically the movie goes um, lots of exposition, who these people are, the cool project they're working on. They get their powers, we jump a year, final battle. Okay. Yeah. They get their powers, yeah. we jump a year, we find Reed, final battle. Right. So quickly. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the so all the scenes or all the moments where Reed is like, they're like, he's too powerful for any individual one of us. And he's mm-hmm. like, but. If we four fantastically fight him, then we'd be so much better. Those seem really hollow, because literally they just got back together. Yeah. Like, they just got 
for us, they got their mm-hmm. powers 15 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know, that really, that's kind of where the movie I felt faltered. But up until then, I felt that movie was right on track. Yeah, no, I liked it. I mean, everything about the first 65 to 75% of the movie, perfect. You got girls in STEM. You've got uh, persons of color. You've got giant rock guy that without any pants on. Yeah. yeah. You've got a stretchy dude, right? Right. You got cool father. You got that guy from the Hulk movie. Right. You got the the leader is the bad guy <laughs> yeah. in this. Again, actually, he's also in... Oh, no. No, he's not. Yeah, he's the leader. That's Yeah, yeah he's the leader. Yeah. The only so, thing I was thinking of when he came on screen was Holes, because I just watched that recently. Yeah, oh, yeah, the, yeah. yeah. And he was guy. also... He was oh, also one of the yeah. and he was also one of the prisoners in Oh Brother Warrior. Yeah, right. So. Yeah. I turned you into a horny toad. <laughs> yeah. But up and up until Doom makes his reappearance, the movie I thought was really good. I was actually bored through most of it. Really? How come? Um I don't know. I'm I'm we don't need another origin story for any in superheroes any like the we spent half or more of the movie doing the origin story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought the push for them to actually do the trip was kind of stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, there's three of them there. They have that little canteen, and that's supposed to get them drunk enough to say think this is a good idea. Yeah, but it was just really strong alcohol. It's uh, from Latveria. Also, also, they're like, like 16. They're six, yeah, they're like <laughs> yeah. 17 years old. Yeah. Well, Doom might be older. Well, yeah. Uh, but I mean, the other two, yeah, definitely teenagers. Uh why would they leave Sue out of that? I mean, they're upset that the yeah, four of to... them can't go, and instead of bringing Sue along on the trip, which would have, you know, stopped the entire thing because she wasn't drunk. Yeah, and... you know, that's that's a good point, and I've mm-hmm. seen people bring that up online, people who saw advanced screenings, that um, they felt it was really jerk waddy of the guys to go by themselves mm-hmm. and leave sue out of it right. which so again involvement to it you either make five containers for them to go which right. would have been the easiest thing to yes. do or you cut doom out and you rework your third act sure. right it, which it, would have also been an well, easy thing to do the, the thing about that though is that in in a sad way it makes sense right it's like these four idiots Decide to do this. Well, really, these three idiots decide to do this. They rope Ben into it. And then they go. And then, if not for Sue, they would all die or become doomed. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. And in the process of saving them, she takes a lot of flack. Mm-hmm. A lot of flack. If that isn't a uh, a metaphor for women in the sciences, I don't <laughs> yeah, know what yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I thought there was... A lot. I'm kind of like Rob. I was kind of bored through it, but it wasn't because of the story. It was just the dialogue I thought was really horrible. The yeah, rest yeah. of the film. Um, but I was I was on board. Um, I'm not against an origin story for Fantastic Four, mainly because I haven't seen the first one. Sure. Um, I thought it was done in an interesting way, based on I've never read this origin story in the comics. I've only read Space, you know, all that mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so I was okay with that. I liked the way they did it. I mean, I like I did like the characters and concept. I liked Sue. I liked you know Johnny and Reed and everyone. Victor was kind of he was kind of weird. Um, but it was it got to the end 
And I was like, well, how long have we been going? So I checked my watch. I'm like, we've gone yeah, about an hour and a half. Maybe. I mean, we've gone about 50 minutes and we're not really to our powers yet. I don't think they'd even got, no, no, no. got to the other dimension to get all zapped and whatnot. So it's like, what are we doing? How is this going to resolve? You just start thinking like, oh, what, what is the end point for this film? Or, or how long is this yeah, How film? long is it going to be? Because I didn't know. I never checked yeah, the running yeah. time. It is, exactly, like, is this going to be two and a half hours? According to the IMDb, it is 100 minutes. So just over wow. an hour and a half. And if you figure out that five and a half minutes, six minutes are the credits, and you've got two or three minutes up front preloading the uh, opening credit bits, you got about a 95, probably 90, 95 whole minutes. You think three whole minutes of pre-credits? I think, I think probably well, setting I mean, stuff it's, up. It's close enough. Yeah, yeah, there was yeah. a lot of. I mean, did you think how much time we spent him as a fifth grader? Yeah. And then hey, at least we got to see Homer Simpson on screen. Yeah. Wait, who? You, you said something about Homer Simpson. Who was it? Dan Kinstalena is the, uh, was the teacher. The teacher? Yeah. Oh, that's Homer? Yeah, Oh, yeah. I've seen him in other stuff before. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, that's cool. Um, He's the NPR guy in Parks and Rec. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's where I've noticed him. <laughs> um, so we have him as a child, and then kind of high school, and then we finally get to the back here, and that whole creation of the thing is a right. very long sequence of... And and it's and it's good. It's it is good. good. It's good character building stuff, and it's something that sometimes we bemoan superhero movies not having. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like here's Reed Richards. Now here's Reed Richards' relationship to Ben Grimm. Mm-hmm. Now Reed Richards will move him to here. Here's the start of his relationship with Sue Storm. Here's Sue Storm's relationship with her dad. Here's Johnny Storm's relationship mm-hmm. with his dad. Interesting stuff. Interesting family dynamics. Well set up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's what you expect going in. It's like, Johnny's a hothead, yuck, yuck, kind of yeah. stuff. Um, and it's all set up, but it takes up so much movie that basically the final boss feels like a... a what are those called? Um, like a, a... It's not a quick time event. Or is it like in video games, you know what I'm talking about? Where you're like... That is a quick time event. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. It feels like or a quick time event. Like, to defeat Doom, press X at the correct moment. Oh, yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, what I didn't like about the characters setting up uh, is the love-hate triangle of Doom and Sue and Reed. I'm like, is this really the best way you can set up the hate between Doom and Reed and everyone else is this? And they don't even do much. It's just enough to annoy you. Like, yeah, why? Yeah. Why does this need to happen? Just do his work thing. He's annoyed at his work. They established that earlier. Yeah. But they... It, they could have completely cut that out. Mm-hmm. They could, like I said, cut Doom completely out of this movie. I bet you could go in and re-edit it without him in it and, and just put in some little action figures for the third act, and the movie would be so much better. Uh, the whole third... Uh, you guys have both said it. The whole third act does not work the minute that Doom walks in and he's a robot. Here's, here's I think, how I would... <laughs> here's, here's a rewrite that I would do on this movie. Um... Obviously, trim a lot of the stuff at the beginning. Maybe just give us very little fifth grade stuff. Don't give us like the moment that Reed and Ben become friends, mm-hmm. or just give us only that. Um, and then basically they get it going. They send the inexplicable CGI chimp into <laughs> oh, the other God, dimension. That was also horrible. Um, 
I like that they sent a Planet of the Apes chimp yes. into the other dimension. Yes. It's like, well, we can't use a real chimp. We, <laughs> we have gotta... to send a super smart chimp. And since Where's... we already have Caesar yeah. as a baby yeah. from the first movie, let's just recycle him yeah. again Where's and Caesar? put him in there. Get, yeah. me, get me Caesar. Get me the best monkey you have. <laughs> well, maybe that's what they were telling us, is that's that's really how the apes are going to take over. Oh, that'd be good. I did so... like, in, the, in a science experiment, just for a second, like, sure, sure. organic matter. What what's the first thing organic matter we can send? I know an entire chimp. Yeah. That'll be easy. Not like a leaf. Not or like or a chimp. Not like a chimp's finger. Because they ear. focused on the apple in fifth grade for just long enough that I'm like, oh right, Ultimate Fantastic Four. The first thing they try to send is an apple. That's mm-hmm. why Reed ends up at the Baxter Institute yep. is because they see a random apple in uh, the we, negative. Yeah, zone. we can't do that. We spent we had to spend some time with Ben Grimm's abusive older brother. And we also yeah. had to make sure that we used the little airplane so that the little kid could say, you're a dick, to yep. the old kid. And the audience could roll on the floor in laughter and okay. fits and spurts. So here's here's what you do. You trim that down. Mm-hmm. Go to the Baxter Institute. They start up. They get the thing going. They show the guy that it's possible. And the guy goes, this is amazing. We are shutting it down. Because we can't see an application to this, and it cost us $30,000 every th- or $30 million every time you do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I'm sorry, but no. So then, Doom freaks out and leaves, and the four remaining ones go, we should do it. We should do it, explore, figure out, find something out there that's worth bringing back. They go out there, they get zapped, they come back. And basically, they become the Fantastic Four. Doom is super jealous and start figuring out ways to basically try to steal their powers, like Doctor Doom does in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can f- have the final confrontation be Fantastic Four versus the military. You can f- have the final confrontation be Doom versus the Fantastic Four, draining some of their powers away or something. Doom. You can do it lots of different ways. Yeah, you can have a Nihilus since he's supposed to be well, from. That's the, the other thing is. You can set up so you can set that up for the sequel because if the idea is that they're going into this planet zero, aka the negative zone, <laughs> to go bring something worth bringing back, hmm. what they bring either turns out to be terrible in that movie or in the sequel turns out to have been terrible, you know. And it could be Annihilus, it could be anything from the negative zone, although I wonder. If because of the direction that things go, especially with Annihilation War basically kicking off the uh, cosmic Marvel stuff, I wonder if Annihilus isn't ca- isn't like um, wrapped up with Guardians of the Galaxy and thus uh, inaccessible to the Fantastic Four. Yeah, maybe. Mm. So, um, so the Doom not good across the board. Do you think the way they used him? No, hated it. Yeah, he's he's not supposed to get the powers that way like, he mm-hmm. looked terrible yeah he was an all-powerful entity God. on earth and should have just trounced the fantastic four like mm-hmm. yeah why didn't he blow their heads up like yeah, he was exactly. blowing everybody else's like, head up a la akira we established these ridiculous powers that he's got and he doesn't use any of them against the four mm-hmm. at all i think my favorite part of doom keeping with like teenage uh, angst is he's clearly wearing an Urban Outfitter uh, hoodie scarf yeah. going on there. That yeah. is clearly just like from their fall catalog. Yeah. It does not look like anything from that planet. He just ordered it online. It's just such a 
I don't know. I, again, I think there's a lot of issues with both Fantastic Four franchises, the previous one and this one. And one of them is this absolute necessity to have Doom be a part of it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, and it leads you to obnoxious places. It leads you to that Doom that looked like... Um, you know, guys know those, like, uh, like toys that they're, like, spheres and they're, like, maybe brains or, like, an eyeball. And they mm-hmm. have oh, a yeah. thing, a squishy thing inside yeah. and then water around it and a membrane keeping yeah, yeah. it all together. Mm-hmm. That's what he looked like and definitely not in a good way. No, it was pretty bad. It's just, I don't know. You'd figure... Especially after Iron Man, you'd figure a guy in like a solid, super cool, modern or archaic or whatever you want to do with it, suit of armor. And then just, you know, the creator's going, how do we get that guy into this movie? You know, if you wanted to put Doom in, you're right. He is, he's from a rich family in, in Latveria. In Latveria. Uh, he starts causing trouble. He's stealing the tech. He's getting ready to power up his own thing to go into the negative zone. They have to drop in. They have to drop in and fight the military. That's basically the first act of Avengers: Age of Ultron. Could have been the last act of Fantastic Four, and it would have been so much better. Sure. I mean, there's there's lots of ways to play it, and you could have done it exactly like this movie did, except you know, split it in two. You didn't have to have that final confrontation with Doom. Doom could have just not come back until mm-hmm. the next mm-hmm. one. Um. I mean, it was such a lame battle anyways. It's like, yeah, he yeah, barely yeah. destroyed any of Earth. Like, if you really want to do destruction stuff, he didn't really do anything. Right. The fight was over after two goes at him. It was like, it was nothing. Yeah. I, I think the best one we brought up is having Doom, like, Doom is involved to start with. They shut down the project. Doom leaves. The other four go. Would have sure. mm-hmm. been, I and think that's, that's, that's the best you, one. That's if you want him to be part of the project. If you don't, then he is older and a project backer and then mm-hmm. he tries to take that technology oh, and use yeah. it for mm-hmm. angry kickstarter backer yeah, yeah. that's not, that's not exactly what i meant they didn't get their hit their deadline didn't hit their deadline didn't no. get his t-shirt in time right. decides to go rally against them yeah but no the shadowy head guy being like that figure mm. i think would have worked really well yeah yeah i mean it's like uh you know, Baxter could have been... I mean, it is. It's uh, it's an independent contractor, so it's like... That could have been a little tiny subplot. Where mm-hmm. is Baxter getting their money from? Oh, it comes from Latveria. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't have Doom in the movie, you can mm-hmm. set that up. Or he comes in in the middle and goes, Oh, you guys are doing great work. I'm shutting you down. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Because he knows that they're about to have that breakthrough. Because he's also a super genius, like you do. Right. Yeah. Like you are. And that's what prompts them to rush the project, get superpowers, fight Doom. Mm. What about... I mean, when this film first started getting a lot of trailers and buzz, people were like, oh, they're just going to do it gritty, like every other superhero movie. Do you think this at this, this, this form of the Fantastic Four falls into that really gritty kind of superhero thing that we're seeing now no. or do you think it's it was Not just all talk but but it's also really uh, unfortunately too far in that direction and for me the fantastic four are a lot of fun if you think about it you have 
an invisible lady, mm-hmm. a stretchy guy, a strong guy, and a fire guy, right, who can fly. It's like Im- all of the things you could do with that, which is actually one of the things that the um, previous version actually did execute yeah, somewhat much well. Yeah, it's yeah, like Except for the Sue have, Richards bit. It's like, you have a stretchy guy. Mm-hmm. You have a stretchy guy. What do they do in this movie with the stretchy guy? Nothing. Yep, they they don't do anything with them. They mm-hmm. don't do anything fun or stretchy with them, except punching guys from a slightly longer distance. <laughs> I thought they they started to. There there was a hint of yep. it being a fun fight when they first drop in. Mm-hmm. He grabs the one mm-hmm. guy and starts doing the slingshot thing, wraps around, and then it's just stretch, punch, stretch, punch. Right. That's it. Right. It's like there there was there's promise of a good fight there for a moment. But it fell flat. Yep. You, Steven, is it, is it a gritty film to you, or is it? No, is it I don't to, think it was. Try to be a gritty it, film and just no, I don't think bat? so. It felt like the very first X Men movie. Mm. That's what it felt like to me. Sure. Uh, which I didn't take that first X Men movie as gritty, like we've seen right, in the right. Dark Knight no, Returns or in yeah. Man mm-hmm. of Steel or the you know the uh, Avengers movie kind of stuff. I thought it was on par for what we would expect from that, and especially from Josh Trank. I think it was right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it there was a lot of moments that felt and, very chronicle to from, me. Yeah, and from Fox's superhero stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, was it, surprised that we didn't have at least something from one of the other Fox franchises in there. Mm-hmm. I was disappointed that we did not get a Deadpool trailer. Deadpool promised me there'd yeah, be a trailer. Deadpool in front did of this. promise we would be able to see his trailer if we went to the movie. Although maybe, we do have it up on the major spoilers maybe website, yeah. Tomorrow. tomorrow, yeah, probably tomorrow. Although, but, but uh, Deadpool, again. Deadpool's got the. Well, it's on the website. It's online. We can see it on the big screen. What? Where you're breaking your neck <laughs> yeah. and looking straight up in a Deadpool's yeah. nose mask? You, you, you're honestly given the theater that we go to. Yeah, you're fair. Yeah. Watching it I mean, you, even the Star Wars trailer was like, "Yeah, they're watching my screen." Oh yeah, the guys behind me. Did you hear him? No. There's a new Star Wars movie. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, yeah, I, I think they're bringing Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi back. You mean Qui-Gon is coming? <laughs> oh my god, guys. <laughs> um, $122 million well spent on this movie? 122 I mean, it's all relative, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I didn't... I definitely didn't hate this movie. I have a lot of thoughts as a Fantastic Four fan, comic book nerd, and movie nerd about mm-hmm. them. Like, a lot of things that could have been better. But I kind of enjoyed it i, I mean, did too i mean like know, i said 65 75 percent of the movie is really good yeah, i liked mm-hmm. it yeah it's like okay yeah this is totally on point it kind of loses me but you know it's like i'm actually pretty hopeful for the sequel yeah which it, has already been announced it is right? strange has- yeah yeah it, it is strange to watch in that if you didn't know it was a superhero property for most of the film yeah. you would just think is this kind of crazy yeah, a little voyage, bit crazy sci-fi movie yeah mm-hmm. not like mm-hmm. oh they don't need to get superpowers i mean that was never an idea it was like oh we have this teleportation thing we're going yeah. to another dimension oh what are we doing what are we doing and then it's like and now superpowers yeah no absolutely and and that's the thing like this movie tries to do too many origin stories mm-hmm. um they needed to either get to the voyage earlier or not be a Fantastic Four movie yeah. <laughs> to a certain degree. Like, make it... Um, you... When when I was watching this, I thought, you know what would be great right here? That scene from Watchmen 
where, and I, I'm pretty sure, I don't know if it's in the movie too, because I don't remember, I've only seen it once, but in the comics where, like, people around the test area where Dr. Manhattan got obliterated mm-hmm. um, start seeing yeah. chunks of him walking mm-hmm. around, like, having a scene in which Rita's trying to escape and he walks up to Sue and she, her skin disappears. Yeah, and yeah. She just she's just like a skeleton. They kind of like, did screaming. that when she was on the table, where you were cycling mm-hmm. through her body. Kind of they tr- they yeah. attempted to do that, but and and I'm, I'm it might have been weird. It might have been like a, a tonal problem. But yeah, I was yeah. like, this is kind of where this movie it should have been to more to go. It should have been more sci-fi. Be, yeah, mm-hmm. it does want because you know if you look at Chronicle. Chronicle is like, oh, fun superpowers, but there's always a dark this side. clear thing that the movie is going to hurt you at some point. Mm-hmm. Which Fantastic Four also kind of feels that way. There's this thing where it's like, these powers are not good things. We've, we've touched on this many times that superhero movies shouldn't be superhero movies. They should be other genre movies. Right, In fact, right. when we were at Nerdtacular um, a couple of weeks ago or last week, on one of the panels, they had asked, was it your question that you yeah, asked? I had yeah, asked? Yeah, it was Rodrigo had asked that question <laughs> to our comic book panel. You know, what genre should a superhero's movie go for? And Fantastic Four is definitely a science fiction movie that has a little superhero sprinkled in there. Sure. And if they would have pushed that a little further, I think it would have well, worked a lot I mean, better. Fantastic Four could be your flagship, like, you know, running mm-hmm. up the flagpole and salute superhero movie because it's one of the earliest kind of uh, marvel superhero Mm -hmm. properties um it's a family yeah it's a small group they fight ridiculous things like mole people and negative dimension guys who are ahead with like a little tiny dog body but Mm -hmm. right around a giant robot kind of thing Mm -hmm. they fight ridiculous things this could be your superhero movie and it was when the incredibles did it yeah um and thus has kind of left the fantastic four without its own niche that it mm-hmm. invented mm-hmm. mm. what did you guys think of giant ben Grimm? i thought thing looked pretty good actually yeah i think visually the thing looked good I, I i think out of all of the characters i thought his was not developed well, or it was just developed strange because mm-hmm. once they got his powers and turned into Rockman, and then we jumped a year, we missed a lot of context of him starting to hate Reed. It's like, Reed, help me. You're my best friend. Now I hate you. I'm right. going to headbutt yeah. you well, and stick you in a cage. Like, the movie tells us that a year has passed, yeah. but it doesn't feel like no. a year has passed. Mm-hmm. So, presumably, in a year, you can start to hate someone. Yeah. So, again, it's like the movie telling us. It's like in a year he has started to hate him. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't feel no. right because not enough time passes. There's not enough they time could, for that to settle. They could have taken some of the extra time from the beginning of the sure. movie to toss in there. I mean, even just sure. the mm-hmm. – because, I mean, half the – for her, a large part of building the first teleporter was just montage. Sure. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought the thing looked good um, except I felt his arms were too short. He has, like, oh, little yeah. tiny stuff. I, I thought he was too tall <laughs> yeah. overall. Mm-hmm. I was kind of expecting him to be more along the, you know, shortish thing that we see in the comic books, about the same height as uh, the, everyone else. But he thing, seems, especially the, thing since vari- the, the thing varies wildly yeah. in the comics as well. well. Especially since the actor was the shortest of the group. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. very short, as we're going to say. I, I, Jamie I think Bell. that was purposeful. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, the look was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think any of the special effects were... 
horrible. Now, the only thing I remember thinking, well, that just looks off, was when they first land on Planet Zero and they like do him standing on that giant ledge looking over. I thought some of the the matte painting wasn't that mm-hmm. great, but like if that's the worst thing that happened in this film, it's a lot better than other things we've seen this summer. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and and for me, the only thing that felt kind of flat, special effects wise, quality wise, was that final fight because it's so thick with it. Right, mm-hmm. it's basically they do this like uh, this thing where like everybody flexes their knees and everything is CG. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there was there was a moment with. Uh, with Reed, where you know the rocks are flying at him, and it's real, uh, whatever the kid's name is, Kelby uh, Miles Teller, Miles, Miles Teller, uh, and then the rocks hit him, and then it's instantly he's switched sure, over to sure. CG. Mm-hmm. Uh, interestingly, and this is why I was asking about the hundred and twenty-two million dollars. Ninety percent of this movie takes place inside of a warehouse. Yeah, yeah. Every location is just a different part of the warehouse, and it's like, wow, In this. Canada. In Canada or Louisiana, this is a super low budget. This is a low budget movie yeah. that got inflated somehow, maybe from the special effects at the end and and, and yeah. salaries. But maybe, uh, maybe there's more to this movie that just hit the cutting room floor. Uh, well, they they had this to, was going to be an hour and a half movie, and they were like, uh, they had to rework it. a lot of this stuff. Did they? Yeah, because it was. Uh, Fox, you know, the word was out that Fox was not pleased with well, this. Well, they did a lot of reshoots. They did a lot of reshoots on the movie yeah. to, that's, uh, to that's do what stuff. It is. That's absolutely what it is. It's, the reshoots. The reshoots will just shoot the price of something yeah. up so hard. And then, if the reshoots involve things that have special effects, now you're going above and beyond that contract, well, right? Where you're going back to the houses or contracting <laughs> someone new and saying, we need this fast. We need this now. Mm-hmm. We need these special effects. I wonder if that is why they did the jump to one year later, because their whole third act didn't work originally. Because, I mean, you can put someone extensions in someone's hair if you wanted to make it look like a year. But if you looked in the credits, they had like two sets of crews. You had phase one crew yeah, we and phase that. two crew. Yeah. And my guess is the phase two crew were all the people who were working on the, the reshoots. I don't know that for a fact, but mm-hmm. that was my that guess. Makes a, that makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. because, again, there was a significant amount of time between those shoots, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it wasn't like it was everybody like, was walking like almost the a set. year. It wasn't like everybody was walking up the tent. They were like, oh, wait, 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 wait. Hang on, guys. Here's mm-hmm. some extra money. We're doing this again. Like. They went back, they looked at the movie, and they were like, you need to shoot half of this again. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, really, think about it, that last 20% of the movie, because it's really, what, only about 25 minutes, 30 it's, minutes is the last part? Is there. If it's actually yeah. a whole 25 minutes, I would be surprised. Yeah, yeah. Um, I could see him go back and just saying, oh, we got to rewrite this thing and figure out a way to make this work and mm. dump money on it, so... Uh, what do you think about the rest of the casting, uh, Sue and and John? I like Miles Teller. I yeah. like Michael B. Jordan as mm-hmm. Johnny Storm. I thought he was really good. Uh, Kate Mara. I'm kind of. I mean, I like her in House of Cards, but even then, it was a little wishy washy. Mm-hmm. But I like her as a person, um, and I thought she did fine here. Jamie Bell has been around for forever, so um, he was okay. And again, the Doom character. I know that uh, Toby Cabell or whatever his name is has acted in a lot of stuff, but. I was I really hoping... Didn't care for him. You know who I really like, though, was uh, Reggie Cathy, the guy who played um, Franklin Storm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah, he really was good. he was the best thing in the yeah. whole movie. Well, he's so good in House of Cards yeah. as uh, uh, Freddy, the barbecue voice, which mm-hmm. I was hoping is like, you have Kate Mara from mm-hmm. House of Cards, you have Freddy from House of Cards. Uh, it's like, 
Just throw in one subtle reference. Just make make uh, Storm eat one rib. That's all I want. Just eat <laughs> one rib in the film. I'll get your reference. I'll be happy. Which, speaking of, did you, <laughs> this made me giggle because I don't usually pick up on these things. Uh, in Johnny's car when he's racing, mm-hmm. his little window yeah, ornament yeah. was the Mario uh, fireball flower. Yeah. Oh. I was like, oh, I get it. A reference to geek things. Yes. <laughs> well, mostly Zach was flipping out because he hadn't heard about the uh, Mario uh, level building oh, yeah. <laughs> I uh, came out with. So he was like, what? Yeah. You can make your own Mario levels? <laughs> Most excited I saw Zach <laughs> throughout this whole experience. Um, so, Stephen, are you looking forward to new Fantastic Four? Do you think they've established something that can continue? I think at this point, Fox needs... I mean, here's what needs to happen. Fox needs to pay really, really close attention how the Sony deal goes through with Disney, Mm -hmm. with the sharing of Spider-Man. And then they need to be stepping up and go, we'll also let you have our cavalcade of of comic book stars that we bought from you 25 years ago. Mm -hmm. So we can do this too and make some money. And then what they should do is just say, you guys, we still own the rights. You guys make the movies that work. We'll take our sixty percent. Because I mean, they're really about ready to stop making X Men after Apocalypse, right? Yeah. And I've no really plans I know of to continue. Right. Nothing that's nothing that's no come out. Wol- no more Wolverine. Yeah. Or no more Hugh Jackman as right. Wolverine. Right. Uh, but nothing. I don't know the, that they've officially. No. I mean, yeah, they haven't said anything thought, yet. No. I thought Channing Tatum was side on to play. Gambit. Well, he's Gambit, he's Gambit, but there's no like X Men, X Men. You oh. know, the big team. Yeah. That we saying? know of yet. That but again, of. I just but, think that here's here's the thing that that Fox can do. We'll take 60%. You go make the movies. We'll help you distribute it. Mm. The end. Just mm-hmm. let the money roll in at this point mm. and stop making stop making these movies. Let let the companies that, and I shouldn't say this because they really sometimes don't know what they're doing, but let the studio that knows what they're doing make the movies. And, and Fox and Sony are not the ones that know what they're doing at this point. Rob, new, more Fantastic Four from you? I'll watch it if it comes out. Yeah. I liked the... Like the group dynamic actually ended up working. I kind of want to know why the lab place was called Central City. Was oh, was, so was that a was that a reference? Yeah, I don't know what it felt like it was a reference. Where the but... Flash is from? Yeah, I know, but that oh, had nothing yeah. to do with yeah. with this. I, we should ask Matthew. There might be like some reference to something, but I did not catch yeah, that. Yeah. That was supposed to be a reference because it felt like oh, we call it Central City. Right. It's like, oh, okay, it's reference like, to something. Right, name right, drop. Right. It's like, we call it the Triskelion or something yeah. like yeah, that, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, so, Fantastic Four 2, you ready for it? I think this franchise is hella salvageable. I think you got a lot of talent here. I think if they give this to a writer or a group of writers that can distill what is cool about the Fantastic Four in the way that a lot of the... Um, kind of first wave uh, writers for the Marvel Cinematic Universe figured out what was cool about those characters. Mm-hmm. I think Fantastic Four 2 could be a great movie. That mm-hmm. said, obviously, not knowing if any of that is going to happen, right. I can't uh, I can't get too excited about it. But again, I feel that there's the Fantastic Four are a great franchise, especially now that superheroes are viable. And I think that if they really, if instead of trying to make the same superhero movie that Fox has been making this whole time, if they just took a step back and said, what's cool about these guys, mm-hmm. they could actually make a great movie with these same characters now that you've gotten the origin. Oh, yeah, story. I mm-hmm. think so, but I just, let let Marvel do it. 
I mean, I'm interested now. I thought this movie was better than a lot of people made me think it was going to be based off all of the talk from it from the last six months. I thought there were some good things in here. Some things were didn't work for me, but there was a lot of good. And if they could really stick to like a sci-fi mm-hmm. heavy aspect and not delve in to just start punching everyone for the whole movie, then that's something that would really interest me going forward with the franchise. There, There's the question, though, I mean, I really think that the next movie has to be something different because in uh, Rise of the Silver Surfer, the Galactus Cloud, that is from the Ultimate ex- uh, Ultimate Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. The only other thing that I remember happening that was interesting in Fantastic Four was the whole um, Namor arc in the Ultimate Fantastic Four and then Marvel Zombies. Mm-hmm. And then after that, that's that's... That's it. The Fantastic Four don't exist in the Ultimate Universe anymore, so they're going to have to come up with something truly unique and original for a second mm. film. Uh, there was the un- they did some exploration of the Negative Zone and yeah, did some Annihilus stuff, which I think would actually probably be the wow. best next movie because like that's that's got the most adventure hook mm. to it, which is kind of why I think yeah. the Fantastic I mean, Four is actually there's... cool. There's there's lots of ways to there's lots of directions to take it. There is um, that kind of uh, exploration of the unknown kind of thing, and it can be like, hey, we found this weird place on Earth. Who do we send? It's like, hey, how about those guys that are? Mm-hmm. How about we send Fire Guy, Force Field, Rock Guy, and guy who can't be who bounces bullets <laughs> off of his face? Let's send those guys, right? So you can do that. Um, they can do like Fantastic Four, build you a city of tomorrow, because that's mm-hmm. kind of the the deal yeah. with the Fantastic Four is they're a bunch of scientists. Yeah. So in that process, kind of like they can have people come and try to steal their stuff. They can kind of go the Iron Man angle of like, wait, you've been militarizing my stuff. We don't want that. Mm-hmm. And see what actually kind of like a kind of armor wars kind of thing. Like what a, what a family unit does mm-hmm. with that, as opposed to like a trigger happy jerk. You know, it's like, it's a different movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There are lots of places to take Fantastic Four. Should people go see this this weekend? Rob? Lots yeah. of hesitation? Yeah. Yeah. I would I would say it's probably worth seeing. All right. Worth our time, Rodrigo? Oh, yeah. I, I had a good time. Good. Told. Good. Steven? It's not horrible, but mm-hmm. I would see it at a matinee and not not shell out a bunch of money. Okay. I, yeah. I mean, it's, it's worth going to, but... Be aware of what you're getting into when you go to it. Yeah, yeah. I think people. I mean, I didn't. I didn't hate it. I mean, I really didn't hate the yeah. movie. Especially I just disappointed. Our fandom of major spoilerites. I think they'll get a kick out of it. I think it's good stuff. Um. So that's it. Anything last you want to say? Final words. Final thoughts. And that means that's it for this episode of. Zach on film. Head over to Majorsports.com where you can give all your thoughts about the new Fantastic Four movie in the comment section of this post. Anything we've talked about, I'm sure there's probably a talkback thing up on the site where people can just comment on the movie in general if they don't want to do it in this uh, posting. Uh, you know, while you're there, click on Amazon.com. You can buy all sorts of cool stuff like uh, fire-resistant socks or <laughs> glow-in-the-dark pins. I don't know why. You probably can buy those, though. It's not going to cost you any extra, but a little bit will come back to Major Spoilers to help the site run and give you new content inch and every day. Next week, we'll be talking about more movies on Zach on Film. This podcast is copyright 2015 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.